need your cigar at once, see? Welcome everyone to another episode of Anyways Back to the Godfather. We have another episode coming for you. Welcome to July. But first off, you know we gotta talk about Film Club. Uh, remember to submit your Paddington 2 reviews as soon as possible as we will be recording that sooner rather than later. But for July, here's Lauren with our Film Club. July's Film Club movie is On the Waterfront. Starring Marlon Brando. Yeah. So excited. Can't wait to revisit this one. Um, Beyond that, I don't think we have any announcements. I would say probably try and watch the bonus film club if that is something you are interested in doing to participate in our roundtable discussion. Because I'm guessing we'll probably have that in August rather than in September. That's not official, but try to watch it sooner rather than later. As a reminder, that is Departures, so be sure to watch that again sooner rather than later. Other than that, I guess we can go ahead and talk briefly about the changes that are coming to ABTTG, mainly due to intense time differences. (laughs) Um... We will probably be foregoing guest episodes for the foreseeable future, just to kind of relieve some stress between the two of us. For the two of us, I guess I should say. So that... (laughs) Our relationship is stressed! So stressed. (laughs) (laughs) That's not to say that guest episodes are forever gone, just temporarily until we can kind of get back into a, a regular pattern of what that looks like when we're living on... Two different countries but from where i can see i do believe we are still going to aim to have one regular episode a month and one film club so for now the arthur guest episode might be our only one for the rest of the year we'll see <laughs> what ends up happening so apologies to those who were slated on the schedule we will definitely be revisiting topics with you eventually and we appreciate your understanding at this time. Oh, and I guess we could also say if you want to follow along and listen to our listener submitted playlist that was posted to the Instagram, you can also reach out to one of us for that link. It's mostly going to be available on YouTube Music, but I think it also is available through just regular old YouTube. That is for funsies. You'll listen to that one next month. But without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into the episode, which is... I was trying to like figure out what this game is called because it's I've seen it on Facebook Rhett and Link play it so we'll just describe it like you have money <laughs> the game is it's money it's the money game <laughs> you have a set amount of money to spend and then there are categories and then like prices for each thing in the category so you like have to make decisions about what you're spending to get what you want so it's basically based on that we're just like expanding it a little bit so we're each starting off with $40 in round one. We can spend as much as we want um, or as little as we want because there is a round two. We will be getting an f- extra $5 in that to purchase more items. And then whatever is left over will determine another thing. So I also should explain that what we're purchasing are elements to our movie life. So basically, if we were living in a movie, And all these things were part of the plot and the characters and just different things from my favorite films or not so favorite films coming together to form a movie. And so we're we have to buy something from each category. But depending on what you're spending, you could possibly purchase multiple things from the same category. But you at least need something from each category. That's where like if you spend all $40 in the first round, you would have to buy the the one dollar option from everything in the second round because you only have five and then you'd get your bad cameo (laughs) okay hopefully that makes sense if not you'll just see as we go at the end of the game we will give each other a synopsis of what we've picked maybe it's like whatever you've picked i'll i'll give you an overview of your movie life and plot okay lauren's round one first then we'll do mine so lauren picking the setting for your film 
your one dollar option is taxi driver so that would be basically new york new york city little rough around the edges but you got like that neon glow in the rain so not too bad your two dollar option is going to be spirited away so again we're kind of looking more at setting than like actual living space so not necessarily the hotel but you've got like a train on the water and like the mist and like the mountains and just kind of that the good vibes around there your three dollar option is going to be hunt for the willow people so basically just new zealand but the book are <laughs> <laughs> your four dollar options gonna be pride and prejudice so just those grand vistas and i don't know rolling fields the the beautiful sunsets your five dollar option is gonna be treasure planet so that's gonna be any of uh planets they go to but also just like the expansive space and all the colors there your composer options to create the soundtrack of your film got bernard herman so that's gonna be you know north by northwest psycho some of those like more intense driving uh your two dollar option is gonna be thomas newman so that's of course like finding nemo saving mr banks Mm. uh then your three dollar option i'm gonna make lee unkrich so ashamed of me (laughs) taught us how to say the name michael g gino I'm like, that's lost. <laughs> but uh, you don't know Lost Soundtrack. That's going to be like Up and Coco. Coco. Yes. I'm just talking about Leah Gritch. $4 option is going to be Hans Zimmer. So, of course, Lion King, but you also got like Pirates of the Caribbean, Dark Knight, different stuff like that. Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> it has to have a didgeridoo. <laughs> Your $5 option is going to be John Williams. Star Wars, Jaws, Harry Potter, things along those lines. All right, now we get really interesting into your significant other, Eduardo Eduardo Savrid, who is Andrew Garfield in The Social Network. Oh! (laughs) Then your $2 option is Dude from... Only $2! (laughs) From Rio Bravo. Holy trick. And this is the thing about your significant other it's not the actor it's the character so they've been plucked from their story and into yours um your three dollar option is mitch brenner from the birds uh your four dollar option is captain pete maverick mitchell from top gun your oh my gosh what tom cruise himself well his character um (laughs) (laughs) your five dollar option is john smith from the 1995 animated version okay but is is Maverick from the original, so he's like 20s rather than 60s? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, your best friend options, you've got $1 option is Captain Louis Renault from Casablanca. Oh. Then your $2 option is Mr. Fox from Fantastic Mr. Fox. Adorable. Your $3 option is Butch Cassidy, <laughs> just so he can ride around on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Your $4 option is Woody, and your $5 option is Elwood P. Dowd. Oh I don't know gosh. why I made all your best friends male. All of a sudden, I'm realizing that. <laughs> some platonic best friend energy over here. Your enemy is... Not, not the $1 is the cat bus. <laughs> From, Worst enemy. Uh, my neighbor Totoro. Your $2 option is Harry Powell from Night of the oh Hunter. Your $3 option is the Phantom of the Opera. From the Universal (laughs) movie, the OG, black and white. $4 option is Michael Myers. And your $5 option is Sean Yu. So, you've got $40. What will you do? Oh my gosh. Gotta do some math here. (laughs) Okay, I'll keep track of it for you. Hmm, what would be the best friend? I feel like this is the category that I could narrow down the easiest so i'm gonna start with best friend okay i like it um and remember too completely up to you but like let's say you have leftover money and you're feeling okay even if maybe this is gonna happen more in the second round you could purchase two best friends you could purchase two significant others that will be rivals in your film you know so this is entirely up to you whoa you just have to have something from each uh column actually okay i think i want michael giacchino or whatever Composer. G- Wait, now I want to look it up. Giacchino? I'm so upset. Michael Giacchino. 
I feel like that's maybe, I don't know. <laughs> we can't trust Google. We learned that already about um Chikino. 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 Michael Chikino with three dollars will be my composer. Okay. Sorry, John. <laughs> I just feel like I love how like whimsical Giacchino's music is and like maybe more original. John Williams, the genius that he is, it's all very similar music. Might I remind you that he composed E.T.? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I just listened to a three-part podcast about the music <laughs> of E.T. <laughs> and cried my way through it. It was so beautiful. It is a masterpiece. But no. This, this, guy, this podcast guy was like, I'm trying to remember what um, adjective he used to describe E.T. Something not flawless, but like... I can't remember, but I was just like, yes, you're right. <laughs> Screams into the void. <laughs> he does have, um, a, Michael does have a lot of range. Michael Giacchino. Yeah. Like I saw, we've got Ratatouille. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Lost songs, like they are so beautiful. So The Batman. I true. love that soundtrack. It's a $3 well spent. spent. Cars 3. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite soundtrack. Okay. Setting. I'll wait and see if I have money for that. Um, I think for Enemy, I have to spend all $5 and get shown you. Not a surprise. I don't want Michael Myers in my movie. As much as I enjoy him, he's a little too scary to be close. Thought I could tempt you to get Cat Bus by just $1. <laughs> Keep the cat bus as far away as possible. <laughs> okay, so now I have used... So you have $32 currently. John Smith's so expensive. Dang it. I, like, watched bits of the birds, but not enough to really remember what Mitch Brunner's personality is like. Mm, he's... Is he a jerk? No. He's got a complicated relationship with his mother where she, like, has a hard time. He's very loving to his family, his sister. He's, He's a little like aloof when but like Millie Daniels is like so forward, you know. Right. I mean I think I'm gonna get I think I'm gonna pay three dollars for Mitch Brenner. Because I love dude, but he is a recovering alcoholic and he's pretty sweaty <laughs> in a very handsome way, but Maybe he'd be a little bit stinky. And it, there's stinky something about him that he just doesn't feel like he'd settle down pretty easily, you know? Yeah. And he could be killed at any minute because he's a deputy. Mm-hmm. Now I have 29. Yep. And I've done these three. So now I just have to find a setting. Setting in best friend and then oh. any extras you want. 32. Can I go back to this graph once nope. I'm done? Oh my gosh. You gotta make choices blindly. Um, I could tell you the categories since we both are aware of them, but just to remind you what is coming. It's your quest, tool, wardrobe, mentor. Ah, what's the last one? Your dwelling. Dwelling, that's right. What is Sean you doing in this story? <laughs> <laughs> it's for me to figure out. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to choose Butch Cassidy as my best friend because I think that would be interesting with Mitch Brenner. I love Elwood, but I think I would go a little bit, I would be a little bit crazy. But... <laughs> I know, and do you and get a Harvey bonus Harvey. best friend of Harvey at the same time? <laughs> um, That was one of my favorite parts of Roger Rabbit, is when he said, yeah, we've seen a bunny in this bar. His name's Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, setting. Mitch was, oh, Butch was $3, so I'm at 30. You're 20. at 26. Whoa, I'm just imagining Sean, you in space <laughs> wearing a little astronaut outfit. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for taxi driver for New York. Ooh, saving some money there. I like I like the feel of New York in the through the lens of taxi driver. You can go to and your graphic shows. This way I'll just I'll just <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll just recreate a Sunday in New York. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, Rod Taylor, not much for I could see him doing something. So I have, do I have $25 left? 25 Is there anything else you'd like to purchase here, knowing that you're getting an extra $5? 
One dollar for Eduardo Sovereign. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can't have two significant others. Oh yeah. That could be part of like we never determined the genre. It could this could make it a romantic comedy. Anything is possible at this level. But how would I choose? I mean, so that's the thing. When we're giving the synopsis of the film, we're just kind of setting it up like a, a teaser. We don't necessarily have to like give each plot point. That might be a bit difficult. Okay. Um I'll spend two more dollars on Mr. Fox and I'll be done. Okay, okay. So you are now at twenty-two dollars. It is time for me. So excited. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. You want me to read them? Yes, please. Oh okay. my gosh. This is amazing, the crossovers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, first setting. One dollar option is Nottingham and the adjacent Sherwood Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, two dollars is Bodega Bay from the Brutes. Mm-hmm. Three dollars is Bedford Falls. Oh, um, from- wonderful life! Christmas. Yeah. It's from Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four is Spirited Away Bathhouse. Similar. I think you put that also. <laughs> and five dollars is hill house for composer one dollar is lin-manuel miranda two dollars right. is james newton howard three dollars is randy newman four dollars is hans zimmer which is the exact same spot you put in for me <laughs> and five dollars is phil collins oh I'm spending that five dollars <laughs> so fast <laughs> Significant other for one dollar, it's Elwood P. Dowd. <laughs> we have already seen two dollars <laughs> is Bib Fortuna. Ah, three dollars is Almasi <laughs> pre um, from the English patient. <laughs> I did write the caveat, he's pre burned um, because he turns pretty, he did, he gets less handsome at the <laughs> well, chronologically in the film. I don't know how to describe it, but sometimes he's burned, sometimes he's not. So, unburned Almacy. $4 is Remus Lupin. Oh my god. And $5 is the 11th Doctor, who's played by Matt Smith. Yes. Yes. My heart. (laughs) For best friend, $1 is Luther Hanks. I don't know why I've put in this $1. $2 is the Scarecrow. $3 is Lucille Ball. You got one girl. Four dollars is Flick. He sits on your shoulder. Yeah. And five dollars is No Face from Spirited Away. Oh my gosh. How am I going to choose? I don't know. For your enemy, number one, one dollar is Al McWiggin from Toy Story 2. Two dollars is Dr. Facilier from Princess and the Frog. Three dollars is Milo um, from Morbius, who is also played by Matt Smith. So So potentially interesting. Yeah, I could have Matt Smith playing two different people in my movie. That could... Yes. <laughs> Which I think has probably happened before for one I mean, person. To... that's true. Like Peter Pan, I guess, but they, I don't know. Like the dad oh, yeah. and Captain Hook are the same. I'm thinking of... Oh, oh, you're right. Uh, The Man from Snowy River. There's two brothers that are played by the same guy. Mm. $4 is Barzini. Mm-hmm. The Godfather. $5 is Voldemort from the movies. Oh my gosh. So, played by Ray Fiennes. <gasps> I just want to spend all my money on every best friend. How am I going to choose? <laughs> I have all your friends. Okay, I feel pretty confident on my significant other, so I'll go there. I would pee down for the same reasons that you were saying. Like, pretty great. Probably would have feelings of negative nature after a while. Bib Fortuna, I love him, but my life would not be normal. If he was my significant other. I don't know if I love him enough to change my life like that. Listen, if, it, like, you know I love Refines, but Almacy is, like, he's a little scary. <laughs> he's, a, he's a problematic man. He's very problematic. <laughs> and the 11th Doctor, like, I love him, but, like, we're different species. And he, it's, that's just way too complicated for lots of reasons. He's much older than I am by, like, mill- thousands, millions of years. And uh, he would not be okay to settle down, especially the 11th Doctor. He is not one to just stay in one place. So I'm going to spend my first $4 and go with Remus Lupin. I feel like I'm going to go ahead and do my enemy's uh, Dr. Facilier for $2 because I'm really liking his vibes and that feels like a safe amount to spend. 
oh, how do I not spend $5 for Phil Collins, though? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be a fire film. <laughs> okay. Ah, this is so hard. I've got to I've gotta look at some soundtracks to make me, to get me in the right headspace. Oh, man. James Newton Howard does Sixth Sense. Treasure Planet. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I do really like his music. Uh, oh, dear. But Lynn... Lynn's only one dollar. I know. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna have to come back to that. My settings, I'm really torn between oh man, I love Hill House, but I I it would try to devour me, so <laughs> I think I'm really torn between Bedford Falls and Sherwood Forest. I think see this is the problem, is if I go with Sherwood Forest, I'm really losing out on a lot of my modern conveniences and things that yeah i would take for granted but bedford falls kind of similar i'm gonna be stuck in the 40s landscape wise it is a small town but it does experience but if all you get hill house here. if you get hill house you can be in a horror film why you gotta say that <laughs> you gotta tempt me with another five dollar option <laughs> ah oh no oh my gosh a horror film with lin-manuel composing whoa okay i cannot choose my best friend this could be impossible ah, okay <laughs> I've, what i have spent five dollars is that right yeah. Six. i spent six four dollars plus yeah two, two. <sighs> okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna do bedford falls for three dollars okay so i'm at 31 okay i've got to figure out the composer mm, i do also love randy newman ah Hans Zimmer is so great, but Bugs Life. Oh my gosh. Oh man, but I kind of want to spend five dollars for Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Lin Manuel. Let's do it. One dollar. Okay. Put me Good. at thirty. Cheap option. Uh, I just want to get all of them. How much would that be? Nine. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's all your money. Imagine having those five people though in your film. Oh my gosh, it would cut it down in half, which really just limits what I can do in the next two rounds. Well, the next round and the bonus. Oh, shoot. Okay, I'm going to do for sure, um, because now I'm thinking about Flick writing on my shoulder, and that's literally the cutest thing. Um, Luther Higgs is from The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, for our listeners, aka my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm guessing it's more Lucy Ricardo than Lucille Ball. Yes. Or some some film with lucy in it like the long long trailer yes it's not i mean it has to be from it's a character right rather than... yeah 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 okay i'm gonna for sure do luther so now i'm at okay. 29 and I, you know i have to do the scarecrow because he's my boy <laughs> 27 uh i choose lucy or flick i feel like flick will be killed by dr facilier because he's an insect you're right so that it would be too painful, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna spend another three dollars for Lucy. Okay. And I'm just too scared to spend another five dollars. <laughs> so you've spent so I'm at twenty-four, which means I could potentially oh my gosh, I put Bib Fortuna in as another spiffkit other. <sighs> nope. Okay. I'm gonna oh, save my gosh. money. I'm gonna save my money. Ah should I buy Flick? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Flick. Give me twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you bought Flick. Oops, oh. I just I just said Flick was $24. <laughs> He's one expensive ant. <laughs> Dave Foley is quite pricey for his voice. <laughs> I do feel sad about leaving no face behind. All right. Round two. Lauren, you had $22. You now are up to 27 We are entering the second round. So your possible quest, $1 option, is finding the heart of the ocean, <laughs> which is not a Moana reference. It should. It is a Titanic, Titanic reference. Boo. Your two dollar option is trying to hide a doll, which is a shout out for hand over a heart. He did not respond to my text. Me crying. Alan Arkin, rest in peace. What? What was your text? I said Alan Arkin died with lots of crying emojis, and he never responded. <laughs> when did you send that? <laughs> Literally yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Becky texted me and said. He was very old. He was. He lived a good life. She said, rip, or no, she just said, Alan A! Exclamation point. And I was like, what have I missed? And she said, he died. <laughs> and I said, what? No! 
<laughs> it's the saddest he died to receive after getting out that of the grotto. Is... Oh, that's very sad. Your $3 option is to compose a song better than Mozart. Your $4 option is to save a museum and adopt a monkey. And your $5 option is to get E.T. back to his home planet. <laughs> but how come E.T. is not my best friend? I'm so sorry. That was quite a, a shortcoming. I would have had to make him $20, though. I mean, he can be your best friend, but, like, your best friend, your current best friend helps you. Like, all this is established before. Butch Cassidy. Yeah, Butch Cassidy could help you take E.T. And then, like, you're all three best friends. All right, your mentor is either going to be your $1 option, The Wizard of Oz, $2 option, Father Fitzgibbon from Going My Way, $3 option is Benoit Blanc from Knives Out and Glass Onion, your $4 option is Vito Corleone from The Godfather, mm. and your $5 option is Master Ugwe from Kung Fu Panda. And we're going to go with the expensive option on that one. <laughs> <laughs> your dwelling uh, is either $1... Oh. Bates Motel, $2, The Homestead in Shane. (laughs) Oh, throwback. Ooh, Ooh, I'm interested. Your $3 option is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Your $4 option is Armor Hoggett's Farm. And your $5 option is Wallace and Gromit's Home. With all the like. How will I live on Farmer Hoggett's Farm in Taxi Driver, New York? I mean, anything. Hey. Last time we played a game like this, you had cows in New York, I think. Or no, lobsters. You had like 100 lobsters in New York. I hated those. (laughs) Your tool that you have to help you in your quest, $1, long hair, (laughs) like Rapunzel. $2, you get nunchuck skills, bow staff skills, computer hacking skills from Napoleon Dynamite. Nice. $3, you get the DeLorean. $4, you get a wand from Harry Potter. $5, you get Petit Chef. (laughs) Oh my, there he is! <laughs> but as a tool only, <laughs> he basically he dictates- He can't be my best friend? Nope, he dictates all your your comings and goings. All right, and oh. finally, your wardrobe, Michael Keaton's Batman outfit. So you have oh to fully rotate and turn whenever you <laughs> want to talk to someone. Uh, Always be like that. <laughs> $2 option is all of the pretty woman dresses. Whoa, only $2? $3 option is the cape that the Headless Horseman wears. (gasps) (laughs) Your $4 option is all of Princess Leia's outfits, including the bikini. (laughs) Slave Leia. (laughs) Your $5 option is Belle's outfits. Oh my gosh, I gotta take a bathroom break. I'm too excited. (laughs) (laughs) Without warning. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yes, I was thinking while I was in the bathroom. (laughs) I would definitely choose Farmer Hoggett's farm if I had chosen New Zealand. Like, if I could go back and change what I'd chosen, Mm. this is the combination I would do. But since I am locked into New York, I think I'm going to do the Grand Budapest Hotel Mm -hmm. and just be in this very fancy New York hotel. Does the DeLorean go back in time? Yeah. I'll think about that. I'm going to do $2 for the pretty woman dresses. Okay. And maybe I'll spend some more money on clothes as I <laughs> in real life. That's pretty expensive to save a museum. <laughs> but it also matches my New York. And you get to theme. adopt Curious George. <gasps> oh, oh, I thought this was the plot of Night of the Museum. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she put that pretty high for Night of the Museum. I know you love Night at the Museum. <laughs> I'm spending $5 on Master Uguay, So, How many did I have? 27 at the start? Yeah, you are now down to 17. Oh, but I only have two more categories. And then the... Right. Your cameo. Your T-Chef. Um, long hair would be so annoying to have. Rapunzel's hair length. I think I'm going to go for the cheaper tool. Nunchuck skills, bow staff still skills, computer hacking skills. <laughs> and then spend the money on... Wait, so that's $15? Yep. I'm going to do Save the Museum and Adopt a Monkey. Okay. So sorry, E.T., but I don't want you to have a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it puts you down to 11, which the highest cameo... Is only five. So you technically 
can spend six dollars still um can i buy multiple cameos though or just one cameo mm, i guess you could yeah you can buy multiple cameos um i am gonna spend three dollars on the headless horseman's cake <laughs> and we'll call that good okay so you'll have nine dollars to use for your cameos and now it's time for the sponsor this episode is sponsored by something that we've probably talked about before, but it just needs an official shout out, which is the a complete stranger's backpack has sponsored this episode from when we were standing in line, well, really going through line, through a line to ride one of the lesser rides in Universal, which is Kong, and Lauren was... <laughs> quite freaked out by the interior of this queue and concerned at some of the animatronics and it is very poorly lit and instead of i don't know i think i was going pretty slowly through it so you were in front of me and so concerned you were literally grabbing some random man's backpack <laughs> the entire time because he wasn't going fast enough <laughs> so i was like as close as i could be to like maybe try and get him to move faster because if i could have i would have ran straight to the end (laughs) but this man was in the way so i was just like clutching on for not clutching just like lightly touching his yes that's true it wasn't wasn't quite as offensive as it could have been but just a shout out to the moments where you get particularly nervous at certain things and a little bit of of social grace goes out the window i'm trying to think if there's been other no more boundaries well when we're watching (laughs) silence of the lambs this was um kind of (laughs) at the very beginning of the like i didn't hadn't watched many scary movies at this point (laughs) and i was a little bit worried about this film but at the end it's really intense and yeah and i'd watched it before and had seen it and was like i think you could handle it like I can help prep you for when there's like really intense parts, but I think it's worth mm-hmm. a watch. And it was on our film poster, so we mm-hmm. wanted to watch it. <laughs> but at the very end, I, well, I won't give any spoilers, but it's just really intense. And we were on separate couches. I got off my couch and basically went and sat on top of Rachel because I was <laughs> like, I need someone to like support me through this. I just, when I go into that panic mode, Personal boundaries do not exist anymore, <laughs> which is kind of crazy because I'm really not a touchy person at all. So, right. And neither am I. And so, for you to come, like, just sit on me was such an unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was forever memorialized by our weekly chalkboard that we would alternate drawing on because it reminded one of us of the scene in Toy Story where all of Sid's like makeshift toys are coming alive and Woody like goes and jumps on Buzz and Buzz is like they're cannibals which is like also (laughs) apropos because it's Silence of the Lambs so (laughs) so good it was perfect (laughs) we also could say there's only one time that you've gone through a a haunted house with me but I am determined to hopefully change that someday watching onto Nikki's arm Yes. I don't think you really looked up either throughout most of it. <laughs> I had, I was, Nikki was pulling me through the haunted house. My eyes were closed. I had my face just like half buried into her shoulder and I was just clutching her arm. I did not want to be there anymore. <laughs> and the really the only notable thing, because it was the haunted circus in American Fork. It was like right around when it had come out and for some reason like I think I would send you gifts of it or something because I knew it you didn't like it and I'm a jerk but at some point Pennywise was there and I was like trying to talk to him and you were like kind of were okay for a little bit like I feel like you responded or like talked to Pennywise a little bit but that was like all I remember of you ever looking up from Nikki's shoulder <laughs> um well he was at the very beginning that's we right stopped for a photo sh- opportunity with a different clown i think and then pennywise came out of nowhere and was in our picture and went straight like his pose was he had his hands on my neck and there was like like, a a good number of us i don't know why there were like five of us (laughs) right so it's like of course you put your hands around my neck the one that (laughs) is the most un 
unwell here. I swear they can tell. I mean, they probably can. Also, my other favorite shout out to Lauren getting scared <laughs> is whenever we ride Haunted Mansion, whenever in the graveyard scene, there are little ghosts that pop up behind the gravestones and Lauren gets so scared every time. She will scream every time. It's my favorite. I even, when I go on it by myself, I will film it for her just to, to try and give her the spooks. <laughs> they just come out of nowhere and they're really hideous looking. Like, if they were cute, it'd be fine, but... I mean, I think they look cute. They're just little ghost friends. <laughs> they're making the most grotesque faces. <laughs> like, it's horrible. It's cute. It's all on my dating apps. Those are my profiles. <laughs> Just those pictures, the, <laughs> the videos you took of them. The like, but it's a, a picture, so they're like blurry as they're half going down. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to all the jump scares that have come before for Lauren. Too scary. I'm getting better. I'm getting. You are getting better, and that's why I'm slowly convincing you to come to Horror Nights. Yes, next year. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. It's okay. From what they've announced <laughs> and what has been predicted. I feel like it would kind of be a lamer year for you to like come experience for the first time. I want there to be a really good pull and like reason for you to to see it through. An alien haunted house. I think Alien already had its anniversary and it's not really like universal adjacent, so I don't know. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Stranger things cuz that'll probably be there this year. Ha, ha. Would you like to see Vecna in the flesh? Yeah. It hasn't been officially announced, Vecna's but... flesh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to try and not read ahead. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wrote out a big... Um, I don't know. <gasps> One of them is not really a film. <laughs> <laughs> I just created a plot for you. Okay. I love it. Quest for $1. You somehow switch bodies with either your mom or, or it could be someone else of your choice and you have to figure out how to reverse the curse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. $2. You lobby for every home in areas populated by bats to have a bat box. It would be kind of a documentary style film. I'd love. <laughs> Maybe a mockumentary. All the... Um, <gasps> what we do in the shadows. Nah. Yeah, what we do in the shadows. $3. Two- Overcome the obstacles to owning and opening Rachel's bar. So that includes like raising the money, overcoming the corporate fiends that are also trying to buy the property, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of like um, I was thinking Princess of the Frog and mm-hmm. also you've got mail. Um, Four dollars would be to become the ruler of Halloween Town. And so like, you know, Jack's trying to become the ruler of Christmas Town. It would be the same thing, but you're trying to take over Halloween Town. It could be by marriage. Oh. I wonder, did I take Jack Skellington off of your... He was not there. You know I would have picked him. But how can I leave Remus Lupin? Ah. Oops. Um, Is anyways, my movie going to be a rom-com? Could be a, good... a rom-com? Remus Lupin could be a good ruler of Halloween Town. Oh, that's true. And $5 would be helping a newly befriended vampire adjust to living in modern society. <laughs> oh yeah do you want me to keep <laughs> i can't see <laughs> your mentor for one dollar vampirina <laughs> disney kids disney what's that called junior disney junior disney. <laughs> two dollars the emperor from move on oh three dollars is obi-wan oh four dollars is m gustav oh so Good thing you didn't choose Ray Fines earlier. <gasps> and five dollars for Vito Corleone. Oh my gosh. <sighs> How much money do I have again? You spent 20. So I have 25 because I get an extra five. Okay, for your dwelling, one dollar is Linguini's first apartment. Oh it's okay. not much, but it's not much. <laughs> um two dollars for Hal's moving castle. Mm. Um, three dollars for Jabba's palace. Mm-hmm. Four dollars for Norma Desmond's mansion. Oh, and five dollars for the Phantom's bunker, complete with coffin bed and organ. And by bunker, do you mean 
underneath the the opera house? Yeah. Oh my, how am I? Ah, oh, I'm gonna spend all my money <laughs> for tool number. For one dollar, you can get fangs. Adorable. For two dollars, you can get a lightsaber. Which is spooky because originally I had lightsaber in my two dollar spot for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't value lightsabers. <laughs> well, it's just like it's limited in what you can do with it. Yeah, you can only cut people. Um, three dollars, you can have Baymax. Four dollars, you can have a cool ring that turns you into a bat. Ah. <laughs> And five dollars is a wand. Okay, okay. Oh my god. For your gosh. wardrobe. One dollar is Pride and Prejudice's dresses. Okay, okay. Two dollars furs. Uh not necessarily just the ones that Corilla wears, but just you can be dressed in furs. Okay. Three dollars okay. Kate Adams outfits from the Godfather. Including her Carmen San Diego dress. <laughs> and hat. Um, four dollars is various hooded capes. Ooh. You can be a spooky girl, and five dollars is David Bowie's wardrobe from Labyrinth. Why have you done this to me? <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I'm just gonna miss out on my cameos and end up with a bad one. You do have twenty five dollars. I know. You could buy. I could get every. I'm okay. I'm gonna definitely do. Oh, shoots. Okay, I'm definitely doing the Phantoms bunker. Okay. In Bedford Falls. <laughs> <laughs> they moved that opera house. David Bowie outfit, 100%. Oh. I know, I didn't really give you a very good outfit option. No, no, I, I did like them, but nothing beats David. <sighs> I'm choosing between Baymax and a ring that turns me into a bat. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably choose my quest first. Oh, I love the emperor. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Two, four, five. Let's see. I've just spent $10, right? So I'm at 15. Uh, how do I not pick Vito though? Oh, but I also love Monsieur Gustav. He's a he's a little little spooky though. A little chaotic. Yeah. Oh, but I do love him. Ah, I... Oh, I'm so sorry, Vito. I think I'm gonna go with Obi-Wan. He feels the most. Like he'd be a good mentor? Yeah. I do love the Emperor, though. Ah, Vaparina! <laughs> <laughs> She'd be a great mentor. <laughs> she teaches me how to rock on. Um, <laughs> 12. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, oh, I just love, I have to do the newly befriended vampire. It's so cute. <laughs> okay, so now I'm at seven. Send that plot to some story border. <laughs> seven. Do I go with Baymax and have four? Or do I go with the ring that turns me into a bat? Which would help with that your choice? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think, do I want $4 or $3 going into the cameo round? Ooh, I really love Baymax, but I want to read the <laughs> Okay, I have a whopping $3. You have $9 going into the... Oh my gosh. You conserved your money much better than I. All right, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm so cool. My outfits? Mm. <laughs> Worth you, it. That's Worth that cool dollar movie. bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you ready for... So it's a good thing you have money to spend because your free cameo would have been the man... Let's see, what was his name? Larry Drake, who played the Scarecrow in Night of the Scarecrow or Dark Night of the Scarecrow. No! Whatever it is. <laughs> so luckily for you, he's not He's not invited. All right, your $9. You can spend it on $1, James Hong. $2, you can buy Julia Roberts. $3, you can get Javier Bardem. Oh my gosh. $4, you can get Meryl. Oh my gosh. Oh. $5, you can get oh Al Pacino. <laughs> How many dollars do I have? You have nine. Nine? Okay, buying Al Pacino. <laughs> so quick. 
That's a no-brainer. <laughs> so now you have four. I told you. I told you the only thing. One, one time in, I think in church, some someone's giving a talk and they were like, uh, imagine one thing that you just really want to do with your life. And I was like, me, Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thought I had in my brain. I want to make it happen so badly. Okay, I kind of want Javier Bardem so I can meet him and talk about how he loved E.T. <laughs> Oh, I saw a meme that said that Javier Bardem has said E.T. was his first childhood crush. Oh, which I don't understand. My gosh, I need to talk to him about that. You could Um, get him and still get James Hong, but also Meryl. That would be such a good cameo. Okay, I'm gonna do Javier and James Hong. Okay, what a lit movie! (laughs) Oh boy, what can I get for three dollars? Oh, let's see. No! It's a good thing I saved money. <laughs> Your free cameo is Nicolas Cage. Well, $1 you can get Rupert Everett. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> $2 is Lin-Manuel Miranda, it's since deep. he, he could, did your score. He could be singing his score, too. Oh, whoa. $3 is Al Pacino. <laughs> no! $4 is Ted Danson. What have I done? Why did I choose the bat ring? <laughs> five dollars is david dennis so sorry he's not on the board what have what have i done what have (laughs) i done so you can't buy ted danson or david Tennant, right yes i'm aware (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well i think they were interested in appearing but just can't fork out the money for them can't afford them they're too top dollar. My TD and DT. Oh, that makes me so sad. <laughs> oh, here's a lesson to you, listeners. Save your money. Don't go. Don't leap for the bat ring. <laughs> I I've just got to do Rupert Everett and Lin Manuel. All right. Although I I am tempted by old sweary Al, but I think I'm gonna go with Rupert and Lin. Let me let me attempt to set up your scene. For your film. The place. New York in the 70s. Rainy. Evening. Neon lights. Glistening on the pavement. The plot of your film is you are working desperately to save a museum from the collapse of ruin when somehow, by circumstances, a man has saved a monkey but has nowhere to take him and that man is Eduardo Saverin. He's come into your life, you're your good friends back from college. He's working on something called the social network. And uh but yeah, somehow he's gotten involved in, with this monkey, but he can't he doesn't have the time to take care of it, so that's where you stepped in. But you're way in over your head, so you go to the pet shop in New York where you run into Mitch Brenner who's trying to buy birds for his little sister and it is just like love at first sight and so now in the background of you trying to work to save the museum also taking care of your new pet you've got your 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 college best friend but also this new romantic love interest because you realize once you're talking to him in the pet store that you actually met on the New York City bus weeks earlier <laughs> but of course why do you have to save the museum it's because Sean you <laughs> is in town and is actively working to destroy public museums in New York. And your museum is the last one standing. But luckily, you have Master Ugwe there with you to help you learn all of the tricks of the trade. And just so you know, you're walking around New York wearing the white and black dress of Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman. Um, So classy. And don't you worry... All this is swirling. There's so much going on. Don't panic because you've got Butch Cassidy and Mr. Fox right there with you. We're going to help you understand everything. Butch Cassidy's going to help take care of that monkey for you. He's also, you know, he can take it while he's riding around. He also makes frequent trips to Argentina. So maybe he somehow is able to take the monkey back to his home. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> but then we find out that the monkey does not want to go to Argentina. So it comes back a side plot (laughs) and he lives in my hotel 
Yes. Oh, of course, I didn't even get to mention that you live in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, and Mr. Fox brings you a weekly dinner of uh, the finest produce from Bogus Bunsen Bean. It all comes down, it all comes to the, this big banquet that you're throwing to try and raise the funds to save it. Might I add that you're also wearing the Headless Horseman's cape at this banquet? because it adds a flair of legitimacy and importance and everyone in the room is going to listen to you. And who's there to sabotage it? Sean Yu. Because he has hacked into the network, the power is shut down, but luckily you have computer hacking skills. So you're gonna be able to put those to good use, save the city. You thought it was saving the museum, now New York City's under attack. <laughs> And when it all comes down to it, the lights come back on, and right in front of you, Mitch Brenner, Eduardo, both on their knees, and you have a choice to make. And that is the teaser. (laughs) Slash most of the plot explained, but (laughs) you'll have to watch the rest of the movie to find out. With cameos by Al, (laughs) James Hogg, and Javier at at random points, but you you gotta be alert to watch when they come, so... Wow, this sounds like an A-list film. (laughs) Wow, all right. Lay it out for me. Okay. It's black and white. It's the 50s. You see a sign that says Bedford Bedford Falls. Off in one corner, where no one's really seen before, is a replica of the Paris Opera House, which is where Rachel lives. Um, cut to Rachel in the basement of the opera house. She steps out of her coffin bed and plays the organ. She is wearing fabulous tights and shoulder pads and <laughs> um, just sparkles everywhere. Her hair is fabulous. Spiky. <laughs> Lots of colors. Imagine a, an organ song by... Oh, I'm gonna throw up. Riding up on the little in the canal is Remus Lupin. Oh. He's your boyfriend. Oh my gosh. And you're here. He comes and he tells you, I've just found out there's this guy. I just met him at this convention for magical creatures that don't know their place in society. And he's a vampire and he's really lost he doesn't know what's going on because suddenly he's in bedford falls and it doesn't look like his home and remus lupin thinks that you could help him because you have a ring that turns you into a bat i sure and do you have, you have a kind of this love of the spooky stuff so he thinks that he could help you kiss him and then he takes <laughs> you over to <laughs> um he brings you to the vampire who's hiding, he's got glasses on, like, to hide himself. (laughs) Important detail. (laughs) But you also run into Dr. Facilier, and he wants to kidnap the vampire and kill it because he needs the vampire poison for some of his potions. Or his, yeah, some of his voodoo stuff requires vampire poison. Venom, that's the word. So luckily, you also have some really good friends, Luther Heggs. Oh boy, do he's I! He's a little bit—he's a little bit nervous <laughs> about all this stuff going on, but he just—he's willing to help. The Scarecrow is just happy to be here, <laughs> and Lucy, Lucille Ball, Lucy Ricardo is here also to bring some comedic relief to the film. She he feels did. very at home in the black and white. Mm. Good point. Um, and always riding on your shoulder is Flick the Ant. He he loves it when you play the organ. <laughs> you can nestle in um, my shoulder pad. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, a, a few times in the film, you you find you just you're overwhelmed. You don't know the vampire's just not really following you. You're following your advice, um, or things just aren't going well. He keeps embarrassing himself. Um, you turn to Obi-Wan, who has some really good advice. Sometimes you hear his voice in your head giving you some advice. He's a ghost! <laughs> Maybe he dies through the film. Oh my gosh. You can workshop that. Classic. 
But yeah, we'll leave it at that. There is a cameo by Rupert Everett at one point, oh. and Lin Manuel Miranda appears to sing some of his own creations. I feel like mine is a com- dark comedy musical, <laughs> and I'm here for it. That sounds amazing, actually. <laughs> yours ended up. It, yours just has so much going on. It's like an adventure rom com, chaotic. Yeah, yes. adventure rom com, New York City type film. Contact us now, studio heads, because clearly <laughs> our pitches are airtight. The logic is sound, and we have the money for it. These are so. gonna be million dollar films. Yeah, <laughs> blockbusters. Oh wow, <laughs> this was very enjoyable. I, you know, I'd I'd see these films. I'm down. I'd see anything with Mitch Brenner and Al Pacino in it. <laughs> Rest in peace. Well, I think Lin Manuel would be down for your film. I know. Dark comedy musical about vampires. I, know, I feel like he should get into that. He should get into kind of a dark uh, comedy horror film. And here I thought Flick would die, but then my mentor dies, Obi-Wan. Oops. <laughs> I should have had Sean Yu threatening Master Ugwe more. I don't know. I could just see like an updated Sean Yu. He has like a ponytail in my mind. He's like a slick a third business- man lying for my heart. <laughs> a slick businessman. Who do we know the, the end of your movie or do we have to see it? Who do you end up picking? Probably Mitch. Ooh. Leaving your best, your college best friend. He's not your real best friend, because that's Butch Cassidy and Mr. Fox. Yeah, that's a little weird. I feel like there, but there's a lot of men in this film. (laughs) (laughs) Even all your cameos. Yeah, they're all men. I have a woman just like grumpy. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out where they would cameo. I feel like Al would be just in New York somewhere. James Hong would be a wealthy patron at the dinner Mm. javier i'm so excited to meet him (laughs) so many questions he's definitely involved with like the monkey plot maybe he's like PETA or animal services i was like pita malak (laughs) (laughs) no he like it's a bit of an adversarial character Maybe he wants the monkey for the zoo or something. Mm-hmm. I would also ask him, so did you choose the jump scare as King Triton? Was that your idea? <laughs> Maybe Al Pacino could be like, because he, he's like current Al Pacino, so he could be like a grandfather figure. My grandfather? Yeah. Or he's, like, just another tenant in the Grand Budapest Hotel, but, like, you got neighborly, neighborly I'll affections. Say, hey, Al, depressed this isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a good time. All right, y'all, remember to watch on the waterfront. You took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. Yes. Okay, here's Sarah's dream. But at some point, Niall and Sarah were discussing where we could go and who might be able to help us. And Niall suggested Rachel. And Sarah said, no, she's in Europe trying to clone David Tennant. (laughs) That's seriously my favorite. (laughs) It's so true. So glad Sarah's subconscious has me down. The juggly. I'm in the bathroom. You can do a friend. Friend. Maddie. (gasps) Hi. (laughs) We yeah, went and I was also. Ending. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> this is completely unrelated, but in the Grinch movie, who's it's narrated by Anthony Hopkins, semi adjacent. Uh-huh. But yeah. there's a point in the, the narration where he goes, "Maybe, just maybe," and for some reason, it is like been in my head for the past week and i just (laughs) felt the need to share that okay 
Because at some point, I think you said maybe, or maybe I did. Yeah. Oh, it was about Stranger yeah. Things. Wow. This is going to be an interesting episode, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> My brain. Okay. 